So we're recording. Everything's fine. You ready? Can stop. you stop making direct eye contact with me, please? I can't, I can't help it. You ready, Russ? I'm going to hide behind my pop shield. You ready? Have you got the on-air light on? The on-air light still doesn't have any batteries in it. No, oh, right. we, need to, we okay. need to sort that. I'm starting that again. <laughs> ready? He's trying to be jovial, but he's genuinely annoyed that I said something then. <laughs> ready? 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 Sorry, Daniel. long intro and build up it is there we go that was doing so much to counter the grubby image of nerds (laughs) everywhere (laughs) hello and welcome to this week's too much time in our hands podcast we are here to talk infinity war spoilers if you haven't seen it stop listening right now because we are going to go through uh, everything that happens in that film yeah, literally everything. We're basically just going to do a table read of it. Pretty much, yeah. We've got the scripts. We've got the Russo brothers tied up in the corner. We have Russ here. Russ, how are you? Hello. I'm all right, thank you, Dan. Excellent. We you? have Duncan. Just ignore me, why don't you? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, Russ. No one ever Hello. asked. Oh, yeah. And we've got Emma there as well. How are you doing, Emma? I'm all right. Hi. No problem. Uh, so we've all seen Infinity War? Yes. Yep. What do we think? Let's start there. Let's. I'm going to go around the imaginary table as I do here. Russ, how what did you think of it? So, it's kind of a weird one. I think taken as a traditional film, in many ways, it's completely awful. If you went, you know, if you went into that as a standalone film, you wouldn't enjoy it. Yes, no, I agree with that. There's no character development in yeah. it, and you have to have done 20 films worth of research to really get the most out of it. <laughs> However, if you have done that, it is absolutely incredible. It's the, the first film where you really needed to have watched the other ones. Like, you you had to. There was yeah. a, you could, there's some you could get away with, but yeah. you had to have watched at least... There was at least six, six or seven. Six, seven of the films, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I completely agree with that. Uh, no, I absolutely loved it. I, I, were it you know it went to places that I didn't think it would go to, but it also didn't go to places that I thought it was going to, which is presumably some stuff that's going to be left over for Avengers Four. Yeah, uh, no, amazing, loved it, absolutely awful, awful, awesome. <laughs> uh, Duncan and Emma, what did you guys think? I agree. I think it was a film that you had to have seen. You didn't need to see all 10 years worth mm. of films because you could easily miss out Hulk and Dark World and probably Iron Man 1, really. Um, but it let it gave me the same kind of feeling as Empire Strikes Back. Mm. That I loved it. It was really good. But also at the end going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of it's kind of Empire Strikes Back um, so, times a million. For I mean, it was it was really good. Uh, at one point, I did kind of feel like it might have been a bit too long because mm. uh, it didn't half go on for a, a, a long while. But yeah, it was it it was glorious in the way that they went. Oh look, we've got all these actors. It was just so cool to see so many people on the screen, and it just really tied everything that's recently happened together. 
Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> not, it's not got quite the same emotional impact when you're doing no, it. No, I know. Oh my god, though. Apparently, he Im- he improvised that line. I I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that yeah, that was very that was very mm. upsetting. Yeah, especially because like Tony had been going on to Pepper at the start about dreaming about having a baby and having a kid, and you're just going, "It's Spider Man, you idiot." That's yes. who you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> that's your that's your what tiny you bear. Oh, what do you think of it? What? Uh, well, pretty much the same as you. No, I was actually surprised at how how well it worked with that many people on screen. Mm. Yeah. You know I mean? They did a good the job. The interaction between certain people was actually pretty good. They did like the Game of Thrones thing, didn't they? Where they did story over here, story over here, story over here, story yeah. over here. And that really worked really and well. And also what they do on Game of Thrones sometimes, which is shuffle a few people around, so suddenly you've got new character combinations you yeah. haven't seen before. Because actually what you didn't get in this was everyone all together in the same place at the same time. Which they're saving for Avengers for. Yeah. Which is going to be... There's that little bit in the trailer where you see sort of like Cap adjust his shield and like Nat do a thing with her arms and T'Challa clicks his claws out. I want that shot, but for like all 40 characters. It's going to go on for about five minutes. Everyone's going... (laughs) And them all like tooling up in sequence. Well, I want that kind of like that one shot of, you know, in Avengers where they... it oh, goes the around New York, and they're around. all doing yeah. the different things, and then, then it, it's Thor and Hulk on the big wormy thing, and and I want that, but with all of them, which is going to happen. They can't not do that. <laughs> um, like it's just little things like Star Lord, and we'll get on to Star Lord in a bit. Um, jumping on the Doctor Strange thingamajigs, yeah, oh, with yeah. with no practice, yeah. Seems unlikely that that would work, but never mind. I mean, they were on Titan <laughs> facing Thanos over a big glove. Yeah. Well, that's pretty unlikely as so well. So I'm assuming that's not the Titan in our solar system. I was thinking, that's what I was wondering. Because there was no, you couldn't see Saturn mm. and, and it was too bright mm. for it to be our one. So I'm, I'm presuming yeah, it's somewhere I, I intergalactic. I think it was our Saturn. No. Uh, our Titan, I mean, Titan Just, around Saturn. It does, you know what it, I mean? It's a weird choice of a planet name though, isn't it? For... Yeah, I've, I've never quite under like what sort when there's all these planets and realms and all this mm. sort of thing. What sort of scale does the MCU work on? Is it like, is it all in our galaxy or is it literally anywhere in the universe? I think it's just anywhere. The, the nine realms is just very. So, like, how physically far apart are those places? Pretty far, but it goes there's there's further than the nine realms. The nine realms isn't everything. No, yeah, no, no, I know, no. But like, so in something like, so in Star Trek, Star Wars, mm. it's all in the galaxy. Yeah, it's but all even, in the Milky Way. Even Star Trek's split into quadrants. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's yeah. it's, it's it's one galaxy. Whereas, mm. so like, is Asgard in the Milky Way, or is it somewhere untold trillions of light years away in another galaxy? I got absolutely no idea. <laughs> I've been kind of stalling because I have no idea. No, I was just wondering if that had ever been like definitively worked out in no. the MCU Asgard law. I, w- I would suspect that our galaxy is probably big enough to allow it all mm. to happen. After all, they are guardians of the galaxy. Oh, yeah, yeah. So True. Would... That's a good point. But Just if, if it is all it is in one galaxy, mm. then it seems a bit unlikely that all the Infinity Stones would end up in... One galaxy. In one galaxy. Yeah, which true. is, you know, that's, that's like them all ending up in one person's house. Uh, what... It doesn't really stress is that there are things that are more powerful than the Infinity Gauntlet. In yeah. in in the unit in in the even in the MCU, there's things that there are. Yeah, I don't want to see 
any of them no. in the next film. No, it's like I never want to see Sentry, the superhero with the power of um, ten, su- 10 exploding suns. Yeah. But Is that, he's got agoraphobia. That's the whole problem with comic books, and that's yeah. why you end up with these ridiculous parallel universes and the big resets every mm. now and then, is that if it's an open, you know, a never-ending medium with a story that has to literally go on for decades, then they're constantly having to one-up the most powerful thing that ever just happened. So yeah, if, if the next film starts with someone going, oh, you know, the uh, the Cosmic Cube is actually more powerful than the Infinity Gauntlet, then should we just get that? Then that would suck. They did, they did yeah, a... But yeah. There is the indication that Thor's hammer is more powerful. Yeah. Let's... Uh, okay, we're jumping straight to a bit of a climactic bit of where the ultimate failure happened. Well, we think it's the ultimate failure. Should have gone for the head. But, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, you know, um, yeah, the go. For, you should have aimed for the head. But that is the gauntlet versus uh, Thor's axe. Mm. And Thor wins yeah. there. So that is already equal, if not well, at least equal in power, if not greater in power, it might just be Thanos didn't wield the stones properly, or there might be a weakness there that has been implanted, or some suggestion that he just Thanos can't use all the stones together properly. He does at the end, though, doesn't he? But I, think power. I, I did quite like the way that like, it wasn't just that he magically mm. becomes incredible. It's like he had to sort of work out how to kind of use mm. them. And he sort of, he has to, he seems to have to like make a gesture with the with the gauntlet to get them to work. So he's still just him. Yeah. He just has access to yeah, this he's, incredible power. He, he is, probably doesn't really know how to use any of them. He is, at the same time, super powerful, though. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just generally super powerful. You saw the effect the Infinity Stones have on individual people. The The one that's in Guardians of the Galaxy, I can't remember which one it is. Like, power. Power yeah. stone. Yeah. And when the person that... that Blows up Ophelia Loverbond. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um... So, the, the Thanos is is wielding five, six of them, and that's pretty badass. Oh yeah, yeah. Gym. I mean, I'm I'm pretty, I'm not saying I could take him, but sounded like you were. Uh, it's more like yeah, he. I don't think he quite understands everything that they're doing. No, because he's a nutter. Like mm. the thing that people is like, well, there are other ways around it. He doesn't need to kill half the population. Go, no, he doesn't. This is a bobbin storyline, but it doesn't matter because Thanos is a total fruitcake. Oh yeah, all this nonsense about oh why didn't he just double all the resources yeah. in the galaxy? Well, I mean, for a start, you know, there's just doubling the resources. That that's like this is the whole mm. give a man a fish versus give a man a fishing rod type yeah. thing. Just doubling all the resources wouldn't change anything, and you know, you're 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 not taking into account inequalities of distribution there. No, and as I've said, he's a nutter. Yeah, he's a nutter. He's <laughs> someone who read a bit too much Malthus at a very. <laughs> sort of impressionable age and like has really he, taken it to heart. I reckon he probably listens to Alex Jones. That's the kind <laughs> of thing that... That's... Uh, and I don't I, think... If he read Malthus, he misread Malthus. Well, he does I mean, he doesn't understand what he's doing. He's no. not really going to fix anything by wiping out half no. the population. No, of course he's not. And also, he's already wiped out half the population of many planets and... Yeah, they're, they're going to get sort of like to see that again. when he clicks his fingers, anyone left on those planets, again, half of them would vanish. Yeah. So, ah, oh, I mean, yeah. why did Groot? Okay, I know we're not, we're skipping all around the place, but what really annoyed me was that Groot uh, goes, and you're like, well, isn't Groot like one of the last of his kind? And therefore, or we don't know, but we assume 
that there is he, there aren't many or many groups around. So why does group vanish? Because then it's just indiscriminate. It's not actually half of a. Yeah, I, I mean, technically, I kind of thought it was just like each person dynamics, has a fifty-fifty each chance. Each species yeah, yeah. is technically filling its own niche, and therefore you should only be halving those that have overpopulated their specific niches. And therefore, it's not just humanity that vanishes; it's most animals. Yeah, Duncan, you're well, right. So. He's really unreasonable. You should raise these points to him. <laughs> um, oh, I know. And, and, and he, and go, excuse me, Thanos. I think you've got your mathematics wrong. He he seems to wipe out more than fifty percent of the Asgardians as well. So, well, yes. <laughs> he. Uh, well, I, th- yeah. I think you're in the first shot. You can see another half of the ship. Oh, okay. Kind of, and and Thor does say he killed half my people. Yeah. So, and and we you don't see like Korg, Meek, Valkyrie. Um, we fuck. were wondering where they'd got to. Yeah, no, I'm presuming that I, I I desperately hope that they're all okay. Yeah. We're hoping Korg is okay. Although, so we're talking about all these people dying, but let's face it. Yeah. Nobody who crumbled to dust is actually dead, are they? No, we'll get to that. Let's let's start at the start because that's kind of where I was trying to aim the conversation back to, which was, which the film starts. <laughs> you got this uh, happy, bright film in Thor Ragnarok that uh, is basically a comedy film, um, and then you got the end credit sequence, which is Thanos' ship turning up, and then the next thing you see of Thor is most half of the Asgardians dead, including Heimdall who has done so much in the previous film. Um, and yeah, and it's all pretty dark, but it sets the scene. It sets how powerful Thanos is really well because the Hulk gets into a bit of a scuffle with him and he just dispatches him with no problems. Well, yeah, I mean, he takes out Hulk yeah. and basically two gods Yeah, with only two of the stones and not really breaking much of a sweat over it. But I, I, he hasn't even got the gauntlet on when he takes the Hulk, has he? He's just yes, he has. Has he? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. he has, yeah. He's yeah. got power and well, no, no, he's just got power, hasn't he? Because yeah. he gets he's the got, space stone. He, he puts in the second stone and he gets power, and then he takes the second stone and he gets space, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. So the first thing we don't see is Xandar being destroyed. Yeah, I'm wondering if that's a Captain Marvel. I think. Yeah, and that's going to be part of that. So. We see. I thought Captain Marvel was going to be <clears throat> set in the eighties or something. Nineties, but 90s. it's going to involve a lot of time travel. I think. Well, it's going to have to. It's going to have to explain how they can have Captain Marvel in the next one, but how she hasn't been around recently. Yeah. So she has to have been doing something pretty bloody important. That when say you know, the Earth was going to be destroyed by any of the various other things that have happened recently, they couldn't call her. Yeah, because um, she, she could solve a lot of problems on her own. She's mm. pretty powerful. So, um, yeah, so the next one, it'll have Captain Marvel in, obviously. The, the, there's no... I don't... That's that's fairly obvious, really. Yeah. Hawk, it's got to have Hawkeye in it as well, so... Um, <laughs> poor old poor old Clint. Um, so, yeah, and then we see Loki trying to save his brother. Uh, made the mistake of taking the Infinity Stone with him. Um, and at least if it had left it on Asgard, it would have been probably quite hard to find. Because <laughs> Asgard well, blows up, so... Yeah. Well, Asgard basically collapsed into a small black hole. Yeah. So the 
teleportation stone or whatever it's called. It's the space stone, I think. Is it? That's what it's called. Well. Yeah, it would be really hard to find at least. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, this is a film. This, this, we've got to remember this episode. Loki dies in a pretty unheroic way. Thor witnesses it. Quite upset about you it. He said a pretty unheroic way. Yeah. Oh no. He's he's said yeah, but he's still like just strangled to death. Oh yeah. No, but I think he he does like he has a good. He goes. He he tries all of his tricks, doesn't he? Yeah. And so first, like he's he sort of lies, and then he tries, um, like doing a, a fake out thing, and then mm. he tries doing. Hey Thanos, let's team up. I will totally not betray you. Do you know what they should have tried? Get help. See just bounced off him. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that that was I don't know. I, I felt that was quite that was a a good point for Loki to go out. He's kind of got his redemption, mm. but it, I I wasn't ever too keen on the idea of him like becoming a legit good guy. No, same. Because you know he's caused a lot of trouble. Even in Ragnarok, he's not a legit good guy. No, no. Um, he he he's still a bit duplicitous in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he straight up tries to sell sell out Thor for the the bounty on him, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, he has that nice. Yeah, I think he does I'm, have a proper. I am quite uh, upset about Heimdall, though. Yeah, me I was too. Like, no. But he yeah, he did something very cool in his like his final, his parting kind of yeah sort moment. of bifrostless yeah teleportation, which is pretty bad impressive. Knowing that he was going to die as well by doing it. Yeah, sent the Hulk back to earth um and this is when it was 100% god words failing me 100% certified that team daryl is not canon how come because in team daryl um banner knows all about civil war and what's been going on right so we'll i mean that actually upset me a little bit <laughs> <laughs> the Team Daryl stuff definitely. I'm sure this this there'll be some way around it. Isn't we? part of the MCU. It's, it's really upsetting. But then that's the pretty much the last we see of, of the Hulk. So, I mean, Hulk basically isn't in this film. No, and all the trailers had him in it, which I thought was everyone's complaining about. It, but I thought that was really cool. No, I, I think that's because trailers give away too much stuff. So yeah, mm. just just lie. Yeah, excellent idea. Mm. Yeah, you know, it, it complete it conveys like the tone of the whole thing. Yeah. Without ruining anything, and makes people go off and scurry around writing little fan theories that then get completely overturned in two minutes. So, so then, then it's Iron Man, isn't it? We, we, Iron Man and Pepper going for a run or something. Yeah. Are we going to recount the entire plot of the I movie? I don't know. Do we want to do that? No. No. That's because a long film, isn't it? Anyway, no, because so ha- it's a two-hour and forty-minute uh, film, and we could easily discuss many points during the two hours and forty minutes to make it's it. It's more like basically Thanos gets all the stones and half the people die. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Thanos, if, if you're rooting for Thanos, then you're sorted, really, because everything that he wants to happen in that film happens. He gets the stones and half people die. You, you say, like, rooting for that. Like, you're not rooting for Thanos, but he is the main character of this film. Yeah. And he is the emotional and the sort of the action driver. Everything is... He is the catalyst for everything that happens. Everything revolves around him. He's he's definitely the most characterful bad guy we've seen in a while as well. I think I think he's quite an achievement to be honest. Yeah. In definitely. terms of how he looks, the the like the mocap acting is never it's never brilliant, really, <laughs> is it? But this was absolutely so. This was some genuine like some tiny little just facial animation, yeah. real emotional acting, small scale stuff. Whereas previously, the best sort of mocap characters have been things like Gollum yeah where it's all 
crazy big performance that's sort of easy to easier to capture. I think the plan get the an emotional Thanos. Yeah, you do get an emotional but just, Thanos. The tiniest little twitch of an eye or a cheek from a face that isn't even really human. I, I mean, that's quite impressive. I mean, I loved the whole Gamora stuff. I love how they, Gamora took the main stage in this one. Like she was one of the big characters in this film, mm-hmm. and and that's kind of how it would be. See, it's Thanos's daughter. Well, the the girl that he stole and then told everyone was he was her dad, basically. Yeah, pretty much what happened. So weird little Gamora at the end. Yeah, is that his conscience? Is that the soul it's stone talking the, we to him? We reckon there is yeah. a theory online, and I think because of the red glow. I assumed it was in the Soul Stone, and then we yeah, I think it had a is. bit of a look, and there is theories online that that is actually him in the Soul Stone. Yeah, is it because that- because it was a soul for the soul? Also, how cool is it to get a Red Skull cameo? But, so, didn't I say on the pod that they'd underused the Red Skull? You actually did. And yeah. I think I said, oh, no, that would be awful. I like that the villains are staying dead and not yeah. coming back all the time. But that was actually quite cool. Yeah, like, that's what a great way yeah. to put the Red Skull Red back Skull, into dressed as a ringwraith for some reason. Yeah. Floating around on this mountain for 100 years. <laughs> Just looking thoroughly bored. But it, was, well. <laughs> it, it wasn't Hugo Weaving, didn't no, it? No, it was some guy from Walking Dead, wasn't yeah. it? Um, on the whole... So, I think broadly... We're taking that everyone who died through being strangled, impaled, blown up, whatever, is dead. Mm-hmm. Everyone who yeah. died from crumbling into ash is probably on pause somewhere and will mm-hmm. be coming back. I do yeah. think there is room for Gamora to come back as well, though, because she was sacrificed for the Soul Stone. It was a Soul Stone. She for a could, soul. she could be if if the Soul Stone is keeping all mm. these people that have crumbled to dust in some little warehouse <clears> somewhere. She could well be in there as well. She's already said that she's um, read a script for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 or something as well. Yeah, there is also some of this stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, we know that there's a Spider-Man sequel, a Black Panther sequel, and yeah. um, a few others. Yeah, I'm pretty certain that Black Panther's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, considering how well that film's done. Um, if he is, I'd imagine Disney execs will be raiding the Marvel offices. They did try to... So, like, although they've sort of... All they've said about Black Panther is, oh, yeah, we've talked to Ryan Coogler and, you know, we, we kind of like do it. They, they're trying to keep it quiet, but because Sony have the rights to Spider-Man, they basically stop and go, fuck no, we're doing more Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, you did a good job. He is not dead. <laughs> Calling Andrew well, Garfield back up. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of frustration that actually there were so many points that they could have stopped Thanos getting the stones and... So do we want to stop Thanos getting Gamora? It was stupid going after the Soul Stone because mm. Thanos was probably going to be there already. Uh, not the Reality Stone, and then that immediately leads to the Soul Stone. But I mean, it was very cool. I mean, the Strange and Stark uh, kind of head off, and then they kind of work, end up working together, and the bit of you. Immediately after Strange gives up the time stone, mm-hmm. you sniff a rat going, he's already looked at all the probabilities of the outcomes and he knows which one works. So the assumption is that he knows that by <clears throat> giving the time stone over, this works and eventually everything reverses. So he knows that he dissolves, goes, vanishes. So he doesn't have, there's no love lost because he already said that he would sacrifice both Stark and uh, Spider-Man for 
protecting the stone. Mm. So obviously saving Stark is key to the whole plan. And yeah, also, definitely. don't forget, Nebula is also alive. Yeah. It's, it's like a weird... It's, it's all the original Avengers still alive, which has got to mean something. Yes, it's got to mean something. Um, and then there's some weird... Apart, weird from, guys more, apart from more uh, masturbatory time with a beardy cap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think... That, well, there's the theory that the people that are actually dead are the ones that were left. And it's some no, weird kind of rapture that's, thing. That's just people who've watched too many, too many episodes yeah. and lost. Yeah, it, that doesn't make any sense <laughs> because they've not killed. That just doesn't make any sense. That's ridiculous. Um, With that's if if you're talking about any film on TV, you can always just go, "What if there are the ones who are dead?" <laughs> and expect everyone to go, "Oh, you're so clever." No, yeah. that's that's that that would be awful. That would be a really unsatisfying thing I, to happen. I really liked the strange Iron Man dynamic. Yeah, where they they were, they're just such. They're both just so both big dicks, dicks, aren't they? Oh, it's massive egos, yeah, completely. And I loved that. Um, and they 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 are playing the characters so well, so close to the comics. Yeah, no, they they were really satisfied together. Yeah. But uh, I actually really like really nice the comic. There are ups. there were several nice little funny bits mm. throughout that, like the little pop culture of. Uh, about the dance-off going, oh, is that like, uh, oh, like in Footloose? Yes, exactly like in Footloose. Is that still the greatest, is that the greatest film of all time? No, it's one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> like when they, they ask Thor if Kevin Bacon is on the Avengers. They go, oh, I, the lineup changes. I'm not sure if he's on the team at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I would say, yeah, Thor, I love all the um, Thor with the Guardians. Thor and the Guardians was hilarious. It was amazing, yeah. Just... Oh, this isn't like you're a dude. This is a man. <laughs> Drax steals the show there. Really, <laughs> is that the trying to be invisible bit? Or... Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yes. that's amazing. That oh, is great. It's like it's like if a it's like if a pirate had a baby with an angel. <laughs> so they they were amazing together. Yeah, but um, so yeah, we got we got some like we got some cool new team-ups of people but yeah. what we didn't really see was uh bruce and nat having anything more than a quick hello i think that's gonna be swept under the rug i don't know i think there's a, there's a lot there and more importantly tony and cap don't meet each other no and they have to see almost certainly one of them is going to die saving the other one yeah because or they'll both go out together saving the world because there's so much Pent up tension there because he has the phone, yeah, and it's is not that him that makes the sexual tension. Just, just tension. It's all kinds of tension, <laughs> that, but sexual tension's definitely. Tony, the only way to stop Thanos is if we just bang senselessly for an hour and a half. People would go and see I that film. I'd watch. People would go to see that. It'd be very tastefully shot. We Emma, we'd we'd all pay to see that. <laughs> um, we and um, yeah, so he doesn't make the call, which means that this this is still hanging over them. That they haven't spoken since they beat the seven shades of shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, so that's got to be resolved at some point. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I, I, there is no way that they're both coming out. I, I think there's a possibility that Cap ends up back in the forties. Yeah, if they do the t- the time, I think that's. Possible. But it would have to be. It would have to be an alternate reality, mm. not back in time. Because if you send him back in time, history would change and nothing would be the same. 
Yeah, because presumably he'd well, go back, marry Peggy, and go off, and she wouldn't set there, up shield, are, and all sorts of things would be different. There are other things like, um, is it Sam? Sam Carter? No. Sharon Carter. Sharon Carter. Sharon, Sharon Carter. That's it. Sharon. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't feature, and neither Cap's does Martin Freeman's uh, character. He doesn't feature, so maybe they feature in the next one. Maybe oh, they're, they're very much sort of tertiary characters, aren't they? They're, I know, they're but... plot drivers, and there's no plot in this film, really. There isn't. It's all action. It's it's entirely third the, act. The plot has been set up from the other films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but in this film, yeah. there's nothing. Guy no. gets some rocks, causes loads of problems there's no real heroes completely fail to stop him yeah yeah so do we want to talk about star lord <laughs> yeah i mean he was an idiot wasn't he yeah but, but you know i think it's, it, it, it's one of those things just goes to show that he is just a, a guy just yeah. human yeah his human definitely showed through in this one didn't he like mm-hmm. in the in guardians of the galaxy 2 he was half planet <laughs> so who's a um God, what was it? A celestial. Celestial, yeah. Yeah. Which are like yeah. a, a tier above Thanos. Which is weird. But yeah, they, they did sort of take great pains to say mm. you'll have none of like, you'll have no powers if yeah. you do this. So yeah, he yeah, is yeah. he is back to being just a guy. Just a again. guy, yeah. And I I here's the weird like Hela could probably take Thanos, for example. I don't know, it gets a bit when you start yeah. going, Oh, could this person take out this person or whatever? They should just have a film where they just do that. Just yeah. match up people against each other. I'd watch that. <laughs> um, but it's it's Thanos with the Infinity did, Gauntlet that true. You, you couldn't you couldn't deal with. Did anyone else during the big battle scene, apart from thinking that well, I suppose the Chitari, but whatever, mm. um, A looked a bit like Gene Stealers. Oh the big four armed yeah, yeah. ape dog things, yeah. Yeah, and B, did anyone else sort of have the going, I wonder how many, I wonder if it would be like a couple of D8s and a D6 and, you know, <laughs> how what dice would you need to roll to get a hit on Cap or Black Panther? You know, there was a kind of games workshop that was a bit of dice rolling. Well, okay, in my mind, I, I was thinking during the fight scene going, well, obviously he's going to be getting a sure hit and, you know, this well, critical Kat's, hit, you'd be rolling a number of dice and... Cap's definitely it, got a two-plus saving throw. Yeah, it's like he's got yeah. like a two-plus unmodifiable save. Yeah, and, and two hits on two-plus as well. Yeah. And of course, Black yeah. Panther, because of the armour uh, causing the rebound, hmm. any energy hit that if you get a strike, there is a strong possibility that strike's going to hit you back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. These, these guys would be a nightmare in Dungeons and Dragons. Let's spend the rest of the podcast codifying this into a tabletop <laughs> game. <laughs> uh, let's not. There you go. <laughs> let's, I, I'm with Emma. Um, and I, I've been doing nothing but listening to a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. So mm. I'm on the second series now. Congratulations. 115 episodes, four hours per episode, and I've managed to make it to the second series. That's pretty unbelievable. I hate myself. Um, so should we talk about them disappearing at the end now? Or should we wait to yeah. that for a bit? So Thanos obviously manages to calculate which 50% of the population disappearing will have the most emotional impact on the viewer. <laughs> Maybe that's how he ranks these things. So, I mean, there was some pretty devastating... So, like, Bucky just going, Steve, and then disappearing. Yeah. Uh, is it like Groot disappears and Rocket doesn't quite see yeah. him? But then Rocket disappears as well, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, obviously, 
Spidey oh, and Rocket Iron doesn't Man. disappear. Does Rocket not disappear? No, no I Rocket think... sees Groot going. Um, Sam vanishes, but uh, oh my god, Sam vanishes, but That's War Machine doesn't see no. Rhodes doesn't see Sam vanish. Yeah, because you just have Rhodes look. Uh, Rhodes going through going, sir? Because Falcon yeah. was on the floor, vanishes in front before he walks. That was heartbreaking yeah. as well. Black Panther vanishes like... Oh, yeah, with with um, Okoye going, yeah. you know, get up, this is no place to die. Or so. oh, yeah. did he say that? No to place her? for a king to die or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And then he fucking dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, of course, we had the Okoye and uh, Black Widow team up as well, which we wanted for from uh civil war yeah or just any of the any of his guard from civil war with black widow was awesome it and that rocked yeah and then oh here's something we don't know shuri crumble does he vision vision was dead already because they've taken the uh mind stone i i think vision is saved in shuri's laptop I yeah, it's going to be something like that because this is, the, yeah. this is one of the theories online, and it's one of Emma's theories is yeah. that Shuri's done something that she managed to do something before they came in, and Vision is fine. Wanda, uh, Wanda vanishes oh, while yes, she's, she's she mourning over Vision. Yeah, because with Vi- the, there's the whole bit where Banner makes the whole thing about he's more than just you know mm. he's more than just the stone, he's all the and then they also make the point of Shuri going. You found this difficult to do. I could have done it in ten minutes with a roll of gaffer tape. Mm. So, yeah, I think the visions visions could be back in. He might not be back as Vision. Mm. No, there's two. Yeah. There's two possible theories here surrounding Shuri and Vision, and one is that she's backed up Vision. Yeah, and that actually it's consciousness is in a computer somewhere, and all she needs is a shell for him. The second theory is that she's somehow backed up the um, Mind Stone. Mm. Mm. Oh. And made a copy. Yeah, I like that. Interesting. Would that even be possible? Would that be possible? What a stupid fucking question. <laughs> Shuri. I mean, she she kind of showed up. That was the f- coolest bit where you know Shuri showing up. Banner was really entertaining. Where he goes, yeah, we just didn't think of that. But there's and, um, uh, well, there's, I love that in the comics. Shuri is meant to be the top in terms of like techie gadgety people. To the point where she believes she's better than Tony Stark at like. Well, they've they've kind of shown that their yeah. their technology does kind of piss all over everybody else's. Yeah. Sure, he's awesome. She's one of my favorite. She's fast become one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I love her. I think that needs to happen. A Shuri Tony Stark um, face off kind of needs to happen. Yeah, yeah like a bounce off. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, but could you imagine? Stark's got such an ego that the, I don't know if he would, how he would cope. But he's also such a, a geek that he would love it. The bit with uh, the plan as well, with uh, Tony <laughs> yeah. Stark and Quill. Oh, what is it that doesn't Mantis? He just can't think of it. Oh, when when Mantis goes, we're here to um, kick names and take, take ass. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and he just can't think. Like you can see going through his mind, I, I'm stuck with these absolute imbeciles. Um, <laughs> Winter Soldier or Bucky um, with Rocket Raccoon as well. That's was amazing. Cool. Yeah. How much for the gun? It's not for sale. And the arm? No, you can't have it. I'm having the arm. <laughs> yeah, Rocket's always obsessed, obsessed with body parts. And things. <laughs> yeah. It's really weird. But uh, they, the, the the shot of Bucky swinging him round, so shooting cool. everybody was quite amazing. There were so many moments like and that. And Steve though. going, I am Steve Rogers to Groot. Yeah. <laughs> and then you got uh, 
and you. <laughs> but it, it does feel like some of this stuff has barely... Like, you've got, like, Groot and Rocket are there on Earth. Like, it feels like it's barely been sort of touched. Yeah. So there's a lot more that could, that could happen next time. You've also got Thor and Captain America meeting up again with the oh i see you've grown a beard like i notice you've copied my beard copied my beard yeah you had a haircut <laughs> thor turning up with the axe as well was one of the thor's entrances was god yeah, that was quite that was quite how impressive. cool was it Pete, peter dinklage being a dwarf but the dwarfs are massive yeah i loved I mean, it that, that was brilliant yeah that was quite cool i loved that just the since ragnarok thor has become super powerful and i love it She's just like taking like just like vast swathes of them out, like just by one, like little lightning blast thing. Well, yeah, and they they kind of they sort of just demonstrate how different level he is by going. He's just going to stand in a sun for a few minutes, <laughs> and he'll be okay. It's okay. It's a it's a dying star. It'll yeah. be all right. Like not yeah. even his clothes only get mildly singed. Yeah. <laughs> and they they've gone for the full ultimate Thor with like the glowing suit as well. Mm. Love it looks awesome yeah very nice yeah uh right small theory about the people that crumbled yeah i think it would be quite rubbish if they all just pop out with five minutes to go of the next film yeah so i'm wondering if somehow wherever they are they can actually do something from in there and bear in mind that stephen strange is in there yeah who is like all wizardy and shit yeah <laughs> um i'm wondering if the next one's going to kind of flick between like reality and inside the soul stone and they're kind of working from in there to sort of take Thanos out from inside his own head. Well there's some quite interesting characters you can get from like inside the soul stone or whatever they are wherever they are basically. Mm. You can like start including like the watchers and stuff like that and like Dormammu oh, no, and they won't do anything like that. Because that, there's too much going on already mm. to start introducing. Like, you can't introduce the Watchers. So, so what I think this does, it splits it back up into two teams, which is original Avengers, yeah, almost, and new hotness Avengers. Yeah, the new hotness yeah. in, yeah. and like it might be kind of, you know, they might end up actually taking out Thanos within a couple of, like within with fairly soon in the, mm. the new film, and then something else will will happen. I don't know. I don't know. Like those people are definitely not dead, but it'd be a real shame if they stay in, stay dead until the end. I don't, I don't think they will. The end scene of the next scene. I think. I think. I think you're right. I think it's going to be split in two again for most of it, and then one just giant battle at the end. Yeah. Or maybe, like, maybe even like maybe Doctor Strange will be able to communicate with other people through mm. the astral plane or well, something. I don't it's know. It's an important thing. Wong is still. Well, we're assuming Wong is still okay. And and Ant Man as well well yeah we've got ant-man and the wasp yeah and of course in ant-man and the wasp we get to the quantum realm Mm -hmm. that's true which they've already explained which is really important we also get to 65 foot but um (laughs) that is regulation (laughs) (laughs) but i think the quantum realm i mean the whole film one of the, the coolest bits is just that end clip with Hill and Fury and Fury's last line just going, Mother fu-. <laughs> Drops the pager and it's got the Captain Marvel logo on I it. I know! Uh, that so, was so exciting! So that was when I'd, I had broken Sarah's hand pretty much throughout that whole film, especially when Captain America turned up. 
Um, and then, then I got my fair share when Captain Marvel turns up. She loves Captain Marvel, so <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah, but it's just a symbol. Emma, yeah. you, well, you didn't quite understand. You no. were like, what, what was that? And I was like, oh my God, it's Captain Marvel! <laughs> it's, it's, that exact voice. It's genuinely... Yeah, like <laughs> I really needed a Wii at that point as well. <laughs> it's right at the end. You could have gone <laughs> I know. off. Uh, I do like the bit where it just goes, Thanos will return. Yeah. And you go, all right, that's... That's they're just saying Thanos will return. Oh my god! Yeah, they're not really hinting at anything. Emphasizes that it was a Thanos film. Well, there's no, not much doubt that Thanos is okay. I mean, it ends with him just sitting on his front porch, putting his feet up. I think, <laughs> I think it's probably about a month before we get the title of the next one, because I think it's the title is going to be a spoiler for this film. Haven't you already said the title is going to be a spoiler? Oh really? So, so yeah, that, already uh, said that they're not. They're def- deliberately are not releasing the title for a little bit until everyone's seen the film once yeah yeah they can they, oh, they can call it avengers 4 for i mean to be right, they oh, right. Call it right up until mm. emma's yeah, been yeah. paying more attention to this kind of stuff than i have so <laughs> so theories on title decimation which is a storyline in the comics uh, and then you've got avengers disassembled which might be quite good as well oh it'd be avengers something wouldn't yeah. it but it, yeah definitely I think it just be, should be just called Avengers Shawarma Break, and actually Thanos isn't in it at all. <laughs> well, Thanos is sitting there having Shawarma with them. No, it's it's yeah. just um, it's just a, it's it's a real time thing of yeah. literally just them going to get some Shawarma and talking about what they're going to do, and it's actually Avengers Five when anything actually. <laughs> happened. Uh, Avenger, uh, it's Thanos cheeky Nando. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched that. Thanos pouring the extra hot on. <laughs> Doesn't give a shit. No, I, I bet he's actually like a mango lime kind of a guy. You reckon? Yeah. Russ, you'd be proud Not of me. That. I've moved up to medium now. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. When I have mandos. <laughs> so uh, that happened. That's all right. Like, I'm not one of those people that <clears throat> thinks you have to get the, the black triple X bottle out to be still considered a man. Speaking of which, if Tom's back next week. Nando's cast. Nando's cast. Mm-hmm. That's happening. Um, I don't know why we think that is a good idea. I don't know if I love it so much. Um, back to Avengers. Let's let's get back to to the film that mm-hmm. we, we wanted to talk about this for this podcast. And we want to stress that after this, I think we're going to put Marvel away for a little bit. Well, at least till Ant Man and Wasp comes out. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, it it just seemed to handle the scale so well, didn't it? Just. Never say it seemed overwhelmed by the amount of characters they managed to put in that film. Um, and yep. it's it's all the, the amount of one-liners. Like, we see mass genocide throughout that whole film, pretty much. And it's still a hilarious film. It, yeah, it is, it is funny in parts. Yeah. And it, yeah, it did quite an impressive balance. Like, nobody really has much screen time. No. Because there's so many people. They, Apart from Thanos. They've apparently said that Captain America will definitely have more screen time in the next He one. was barely in it. He was, yeah. But I mean, most of them weren't really. And, well, yeah, there were funny one-liners, but that's really because nobody had any meaty dialogue to no. get into, just because there wasn't time for it. This could easily have been a five-hour-long film if you'd actually done it, you know, I mean, most of the dialogue was actually probably with... Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. Uh, Stark, and then Peter and Strange... Um, they had quite a bit, and then the Guardians, because they're quite funny. Yes, yeah. No, they, they, 
it, it did seem that there was certain characters that got a little bit more time than um, than some of the other characters, which I think they're saying that in the next film the other characters kind of take the lead a little bit. Yeah. However, Captain America did get the coolest intro in the film as well, which was just awesome. Or just popping up. To, oh, he the, was the train. The train goes, train past. goes past, and then he's just standing there, and the Avengers theme tune kicks in, and. Then, then Falcon he was, he turns was up. really relying on the fact he's like, I'm just going to stand behind this train. I think you're meant to assume he jumps off the train. And um, I'm going to stand I'm here waiting for it to dramatically I'm reveal me. And I'm going to assume that this person's not going to kill Vision while I'm standing here waiting for the train to go past. They're, they're going to look my way. Yeah. I know they are. I know they are. I'm magnetic. But then Falcon turns up as well. And he's awesome as well. Yeah, their little nomad team of, of renegades are pretty cool. Did a good job of making me like War Machine again as well. He was barely in it. Yeah, but he was he was all right in it. Like in in Civil War, bit irritating. He was. Yeah, he changed. I think obviously you can see how he changed his mind post Civil War. Yeah, and how he felt about actually in the end about the Sokovia Agreement. So, um, I'm, I have to admit, I'm also quite curious to see how Agents of Shield, because apparently this it's mentioned. Funny enough, it's mentioned, but. Uh, because Agents of Shield always reflects back onto, uh, or always reflects what's happening mm. in the the movies. It'll be interesting to see whether uh, any aspects of what happens in that as well, kind of whether the Inhumans then make a a, um, a showing at all. I'm not saying that I want to see Chloe Bennett. I mean, I do want to see Chloe Bennett, but I don't know whether I want to. Oh, I'm now getting quite confused. Um, but it wouldn't be cool, bad to see her on the big screen. They've made a point that they they want to keep the TV stuff separate. I um, know, and it's it's just because it gets really confusing. So like this, why we'll never see Coulson in the Marvel films again? Because you will get people that have just seen the films that in their head, well, Coulson died. Yeah. So if you just plonk him into a into a film, then it's it's time you've got to spend explaining for a minor character. Yeah, no, because also, uh, you, you can't have expected people. in Iron Man 3, and Iron Man 3 is after Avengers. He's not, he's not, he's he's not, not in Iron Man 3. He's not in it. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. No, he's not. Pro- I prom- is... promise he's not. No, that, that, this is very deliberate. They didn't put him in the films after he died. He's going to be in Captain Marvel, because that's set in the 90s. Yeah. Okay. Where are you thinking he's in, in Iron Man 3? I thought the bit where they're talking. I mean, that could be in any film. <laughs> bit where they're talking. What bit? Uh, I'm sure there's a bit where Pepper and... Oh, no, I am thinking of Avengers Assemble. Yeah. Oh, when, right. when they're in, in Stark Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's... Because uh, they're not in... They don't go to the tower at all in Iron Man 3, do they? No, he's just at his house. The house in Malibu. Just making it very obvious that's where he lives. Yeah. With apparently no burglar alarm. No, no alarm whatsoever. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, sorry. My mistake. No, don't be sorry. That's fine. You should be sorry and you should feel bad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... it's. Yeah, I don't think... They don't want to bring any of the TV stuff back. I still think a nice little nod to the Defenders would be cool. Like, if, if they'd have just done that in New York... But then it didn't turn out the aliens were in New York. It was just like a handful of the, the Black Order, wasn't it? So, 
Yeah, so like all that New York stuff was over in five minutes. And they're, yeah. They were off the planet, really. Yeah. So, yeah, they couldn't really do anything with that, I suppose. But yeah, you can't, like, it would be it'd be too much to expect people to have watched 150 hours of Netflix shows to get this 12-second reference in the film. Yeah, I mean, who would do that? Yeah, what sort of a door <laughs> would do that? I, was, I keep looking at the Marvel films and going, I could watch them again. I think I could watch them again. Oh, yeah, I mean, they are very, most of them are very rewatchable. Yeah. So where does this one rank in terms of Marvel films? I don't know, I was thinking about this. It, it almost doesn't fit. No. Yet. I mean, because like actually, it's 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 half a story. Yeah. It's this is like Deathly Hallows Part One and Part Two. Uh, well, I think Duncan nailed it. It's I've heard this described as this in uh, in reviews as well that uh, this is uh, the this generation's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, but I think Empire Strikes Back Empire Strikes Back works better as a standalone mm. film. Yeah, because going into it, all you need to know is the evil-looking guys are evil, the good-looking guys are good. Yeah, I agree with that. Whereas with this one, you need like ten years worth of of research to go into. But you it. sort yeah, but with Empire Strikes Back, you sort of do need to know. I mean, okay, so in New Hope, there isn't exactly much character development, but um, with Empire there is no real mission to it they're just mainly escaping the whole thing is we're escaping we're escaping we're escaping mm. oh we've just scraped an escape yeah sort of but they sort of don't at the same time because han gets obviously captured so this is we're trying to we're trying to stop the stones trying to stop the stones but we can't kill the people that we need to kill the people we could have done this age go we failed because of our emotional uh, attachment to people oh it's because we've got a heart blah 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 blah. we could have destroyed the stones we um i should i mean wanda could have stopped it ages ago and she's just I, that did annoy me yeah yeah i mean i do get it though but <laughs> I to yeah i think it it's just it's maybe just so much longer than empire strikes back that uh, maybe it's just too much happening and because with most of the other films you don't need to like you can watch Black Panther on its own you, in fact you can actually even watch Winter Soldier without having seen First Avenger isn't that right that's true yeah, yeah. and you sort of still get an idea of what's happening whereas with this I mean I even saw Civil War before I saw Winter Soldier and I still understood what was kind of going on it didn't mm. really matter too much that I didn't I hadn't met Falcon yet, um, and Bucky still kind of makes sense in it. You kind of pick up, okay, there is something there. This is obviously from Winter Soldier. I need to see Winter Soldier, but it doesn't stop it being a great film. Mm. This, there is there is no other option. You need to have seen the other films. So in that way, it doesn't rank very, maybe I don't very think, highly. I don't think you can really rank it mm. because it's not no. really a film. It's something completely different. Yeah. It's something they they could only have done because everything else was such a success. Yeah, yeah. and it's also a two and a half hour trailer for Avengers Four. Yeah, <laughs> very good trailer though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I I, I really love it, but yeah. I I don't think I would put it. I would, I don't think I'd include it in the rankings of of Marvel films. Maybe when Avengers Four is out, mm. the, the not, two of not... them together, you would you would put in your rankings. But you know what? It is kind of maybe three say about three distinct films in mm. one three shortish films all in one 
because there are many points in it where I thought, you know what, you could actually stop it here. And then if you were Peter Jackson, this would be split into three, maybe six films. Um, yeah, I mean, he's well, got previous four. with going and way too long from to the source material. I mean, this, this, these two next to Avengers films, if it was a Peter Jackson film, would be um, maybe another 10 years in the making. I'm not totally sure. But well, yeah, and they'd be seven if, hours if, long and have loads of songs in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this was definitely, there was a point where you could have seen where there were, could have been two films in this, yeah. and they just went, nah, bugger it, let's just push on through. No, but it, but it, it is two films. This is, this is Infinity War Part 1. Yeah. You know, the, 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 it's not a whole story. No, definitely. Well, no, it's definitely not. Although, I mean, like, as as sort of endings go, if they if something weird happens and Marvel Studios suddenly loses all this money and they go, "That's it, that's the last film we made," that's quite an amazing moment to end it on. Yeah, yeah, it's it's quite, <laughs> but quite depressing. <clears throat> yeah, I'd be very. It'd be it'd be strange if that actually did happen, though, wouldn't it? What's thing is they've got two thirds of all the money in existence. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. This must have pissed off James Cameron, that's for sure. Oh, did you see he had like this petty whiny rant going, oh, I think yeah, people yeah. are a bit bored of superhero films. Yeah. They want oh. something a bit different. I'm making eight Avatar yeah. films at once. Fucking <laughs> knob. He, no, he's, he, was, he's, he was sick of uh, over-masculine characters uh, yeah, saving which, the world. Like, he basically invented that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah he, uh, I, I think maybe he's just upset no one's asked him to direct one. Oh, that'd be awful. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, it wouldn't work at all. <clears throat> but... Um, I yeah no I I genuinely loved this film uh, in the same way that um, it broke me. The film the film legitimately broke all the rules because I'd fallen in love with all of these characters, mm. and then it killed a few of them, a fair few of them. Although I think we all agree that most of them aren't probably dead. Well, you say that, but like they're not dead yet. <clears throat> yeah, so the, you know some. Like it's almost like the people who did die are actually the safe ones, yeah, because they're not going to be around to die saving them all in the next one. And nothing's off the table now. No. Yeah, no character is safe now with this next one. Well, Spider Man's safe. Yes, and probably T'Challa. Yeah, Black and Panther's safe. Yes. Anyone young, not too expensive, and has some good franchise potential in them. Yes, but Guardians of the Galaxy is safe. Doctor yeah. Strange is safe. Yeah, but uh, so like Cap and Tony. You know, it's it's dead or retire for most of them. Yeah, the ones of, so. of that ilk. Probably like, Thor's not going to not going to be in it anymore. No, I think Thor. I don't think they're going to die. I think they'll retire. I don't think they'll kill these characters off. I think at least one of them's going to die. I think Cap dies. I, I can't. I can't see Cap and Tony coming out of this alive. I think Tony will come out of this alive. And I think become... Stark retires. Yeah. No, I. I, I think Stark I... retires. Thor goes off to find and rescue the rest of the Asgardians and become uber goddy. Mm-hmm. Um, Natalie and... Uh, Natalie. Natalia. Natal- Black Widow and uh, Banner go off and sort their differences out. But Cap has to die. I think he's too invested. I think the way that all the Captain America films are, which is he has to be a man of action, that's why he struggles in, say, like uh, both Civil War and... Winter Soldier is because he has to be in action because it's all he's kind of known um, but he struggles about who he serves and with this it's it's the ultimate thing it's what he 
it's what he was kind of trained for and designed for, if you like. So I think he he dies because maybe it's what he wants. I don't know. <clears throat> I, I I don't. I do, yeah. I do look forward to seeing Nick Fury come back with a vengeance. Yeah, definitely with Avengers. Uh, the Aven- yeah. Have with you the seen Avengers. him? You've seen the clips of him in um, the photos of him in Captain Marvel. Yeah, nineties Nick Fury with hair. <laughs> Does he have like the big Afro wig on? No, it, 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 it's 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 definite hair though. That's for sure. And he's got two eyes. I only noticed on the, uh, the my rewatch of it of. Is it Winter Soldier where yeah. he dies? That on his gravestone is the um, the quote from Pulp Fiction. Path of the Righteous Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that the first time around. Like that. Ah, oh, okay. Well, I mean, we could talk about Winter Soldier for a little bit if you want. No. No? Sure. I do like that film. We, we should really sort of talk a bit about how in the next one, how we see Captain Marvel be involved and probably Ant-Man and the Wasp. So I think... The end of Ant Man and the Wasp will involve a lot of people disappearing. That's my you thought. think it will? I thought it picked up straight after Civil War. Like it could go on for it. Yeah, yeah, it could end at C- the same moment. Civil War wasn't that long ago in the Marvel universe. No, and it could just be a post. Two years ago, it could yeah. just be a post-credit scene of them. You no, know, like no, but in the actual universe, was it two years ago? Oh, who knows? Their timeline is yeah. so fucked up. Oh, it was. It was meant to be two years ago. Oh. I think they said, how you been? It's been a tough two years. I think at the bit where Rhodes, they come mm. in, I'm sure they mentioned two years in it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Okay. But yeah, like the, the post-credits scene about Man of the Wasp could again. be them yeah. just like, yeah, like looking at the news or something and realising what's going on. They go like, oh, we've got to do the thing. And they go into the quantum realm. What or if the wasp disappears as well? I, th- I think they're going to nip off to the quantum realm to avoid it and then yeah. maybe do something. I don't know. But yeah, th- there's going to be shenanigans of that type. In the Either that one. or Captain Marvel turns up at the end of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's difficult to sort yeah. of make any kind of prediction there because you don't know how Captain that- Marvel... And like where she's been and what she's been doing. This is the closest Marvel have played their cards to their chest. Yeah, they've been super tight about so what gets out about cagey about these films. So... Yeah, I think Ant-Man... I think they're being cagey about Captain Marvel because it's got a lot to do with this. But I think they're being quite open about Ant-Man because it's got very little to do with this. But also, like, that's the only two films that are officially happening. Yeah. There is no way that Marvel are only making... Well, so Ant-Man and the Wasp is basically done. Yeah. There's no way they're only making Captain Marvel and... Avengers 4. So Avengers 4 comes out next year yeah. as well. But they're in pre-production for maybe five more films Kevin that they haven't mentioned. Kevin Feige said that he came out of meetings discussing the films they're making in 2025. Yeah. So yeah, they, they are miles ahead of wherever we think they yeah. are. Whereas, so whereas previously they had that sort of PowerPoint slide that mapped yeah. out the next 40 films. Yeah. We've kind of got to the end of that now and they haven't, they haven't announced anything. Yeah. So I imagine like a couple of Weeks after the next Avengers film comes out, they're going to go, this is how we're going to be dominating the industry for the next decade. Yeah, and then you'll have Black Widow. You'll have... They're, they're definitely doing the Black Widow film. They've said... They've they've, they've uh, interviewed 65 directors for it, apparently. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're definitely going to do it. But the thought about the Black Widow film is it might be back when she was an assassin. Yeah. So... 
if that's the case, the, the rumour is she's the good guy, Winter Soldier's the bad guy. Which would be quite cool. Yeah. yeah. That but we know how it ends. Well, that's yeah. the only thing. Because with her getting shot by Winter Soldier, because Bye Bye Bikini season. I mean, that that's kind of one of those fan theories that just comes from, there's a bit where this character mentioned this one. Yeah. But I'd like to watch, I'd, I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, so then you've got Guardians of Galaxy 3, because they do trilogies of everything. You've got Spider-Man 2. You'll have... Black Panther 2. Black Panther 2. Yeah, but you're also going to have the Avengers in some form. Yes, definitely. But what I think you'll actually have is Avengers versus X Men. Right. We've also got to look at it from this point of view. That that Disney have this all sewn up. Yeah. Because they all they'll if you look at it this way, the next one that's coming out is actually Solo, and then I think it's Ant Man, and then they can do another Star Wars, and then they can do Marvel, uh, then they can do Captain Marvel, and then they can do Affinity War, and then they can have uh, episode. Was it nine? Right. Yeah, and then you got so things like they, Lion they, King and the way just there going, as well. We've got the money. Yeah. We've got the money. Yeah, they're just we've like Games Workshop in the early nineties. They may as well just take my paycheck directly so, into their bank account. So then you've got <laughs> then you've got the lion, the live action Lion King film. You've got Mary Poppins sequel. You've got uh, Incredibles two coming out. Are as you suggesting well. that the Wreck-It next Ralph big two. like big ensemble thing is going to be? All of these characters together. Disney Infinity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disney Infinity War. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think I think we'll see the Fox run of the Marvel Universe wrap up with uh the Phoenix Dark the Dark Phoenix film. And then I think that this is actually. Is Dark Marvel Phoenix MCU or no. is it No, it's it's Fox. I think that's the last one. Oh no. They've got that, and then there's the rumored multiple man and gambit films. I don't know. I, I, I think they. I think they should keep the X because also if they suddenly bring the X Men into it, where have they been this whole time? Yeah, and no, also I, I think I think what you've got to understand is that in terms of comics, there's a lot of alternate universes. I, they're not. They're not going to do that. I. Do, I really don't think. I think you might get the tiniest, tiniest little hint of it with maybe. Yeah, something like Cap being sent back, to, sent to an alternative universe where it's now nineteen forty-five or something like that. But can you imagine how annoyed people would start being if you have? Oh well, this one's actually set on Earth six one seven. But you'd have to. You'd also have to explain why uh, Scarlet Witch wasn't a mutant as well. Yeah. That'd be a weird thing to try and explain. Yeah, no, I, I, I make X Men films, yeah. but have them be separate. I, I don't think they're going to do much in the way of crossover. So what you could though include is the Fantastic Four. There's no reason you couldn't include that in the MCU. No, because well, they're, yeah, they're just some. Yeah. They're not X Men, are they? No, they, they're just people that got hit with something in space. I can't remember what it is. In... Yeah, it's just something floating in space, isn't it? I'd imagine it'll be Infinity Stone or something. Or they could, in yeah, the like world. like Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Yeah. If there's a cool character that you like from the X-Men, yeah, make them in the MCU. Yeah. Don't use the word mutant and yeah. don't, you know, have have them gaining their powers now rather yeah. than having just been really lazy. I mean, that's the other way you could do it, like a widespread like So in the comics, right? There's a storyline House of M which is Scarlet Witch has gone crazy and she now she can bend reality. That's that's her mutant power. She can bend reality. Mm-hmm. So in the comics, she bends reality to the point where she 
goes crazy and the last thing she whispers is no more mutants and at that point there is only 96 mutants left in the world so what you could do is have the reverse of that and have scarlet witch create mutants yeah you yeah i said i think it just gets really messy yes yeah that's why that's why comics don't sell very well because the the storylines are so convoluted that but that's, that sort of thing does work for comics because mm. you need to be able to have like just thousands of thousands of potential characters mm. and potential stories that you can use you need to have a universe set up where at any point you can just go uh, right this guy's a superhero yeah i agree but the uh yeah the the movies have been much sort of tighter than that yep so yeah i don't if anyone can do it they probably can but i just i don't think the x-men as sort of we're aware of them are going to come into it anytime soon i don't know i think they'll shoehorn them in but i think we've got another four or five years before that happens yeah um anything to add duncan and emma the only thing i was going to add is that i wouldn't be able to cope with the x-men on the same screen as all the other good looking people i think the screen would explode <laughs> yeah it's a very good point the x-men are very good looking if like if you add channing tatum if he's going to be playing gambit to the mix of of um, I, I don't like Channing Tatum for Gambit. I you don't shut your why. mouth. I don't like him either. Ross. I, I mean, I like Channing Tatum, but I, I don't think he's right for Gambit. But I, I'm not a highly paid casting director, so what do I know? No, I like it. I think Channing Tatum's got the Gambit face. So I don't know. I, I, I picture Gambit as like a bit older, kind of lean and wiry. Yeah, that's the only thing. Channing Tatum's a bit bulky for gambit but yeah what do you mean buff yeah but he's still um he's he's still better than taylor kitsch was so although actually channing tatum in have you seen kingsman golden circle no he's in that and it did make me think oh maybe there you go also that film is worth a watch get on board get on board the tatum train the taylor train yeah like i'm shouldn't Surely you shouldn't. Um, oh my god! How am I forgetting his name? He's like our love muffin. Um, I'm a bit scared about how there's, I answer. There's so this. many people that you could be talking about right <laughs> now. Don't you? Nah. You should be some kind of context here. The transporter. Oh, Jason Statham. Jason Statham. Jason Statham. There you go. Statham in the MCU. Just. It's up there with Finney Jones in the in the X Men universe. Isn't Talking it? about Captain Britain, <laughs> he couldn't play Captain Britain. <laughs> no, but <laughs> <laughs> how awesome would that be, though? I mean, I'd watch it. <laughs> Who could stay from play? The, the Who, one, what high profile Brits are there in the MCU in, or in the Marvel universe? Who could stay from play? I mean, he can do an extremely authentic American accent, if needs be. <laughs> At the start of the film. <laughs> For the first two, <laughs> two minutes of the film. Oh, a Statham would, would be a very good... Um, he, can't, he can't be in the MCU. There, there's no room for him. Also, have you seen the trailer for Meg? Yes, we will it's, be doing a whole podcast on Meg at some point. That I looks think. like a terrible film. <laughs> no, wait, Jason Statham versus a seventy-five foot shark. What's the shark would win? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I've got many problems with just watching the trailer. <laughs> I think I want to do it with Duncan. That's definitely one I want to do with Duncan on. Yeah, yeah, um, because I know the key first question, and I have had someone ask, "Could a megalodon shark still exist?" And Bill, I'm just like, no we would know about it 
if you have such an apex predator i mean we know that there's even a giant squid around we would know about a megalodon shark because the only thing that it would be hunting is giant squid or killer whales and that currently as far as i know nothing is terrifies a killer whale killer whales terrify everything else what if this what if this shark is vegan yeah vegan (laughs) what what if it only exists because there's not a power in the world that can take on jason statham and this is this is the only thing that 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 could possibly take him on (laughs) what what if it's just like a what if he's like this film is like he's like apocalypse apocalypse in the x-men universe only exists because evil has to exist to counteract good well, that's what he believes anyway. He turns out he's just a mutant. But mm-hmm. um, what what if that's what the Meg was? I love that it's called the Meg as well. <laughs> it's going to be great. I know, there's going to be... I, the, the thing about the Meg, the best thing is there's going to be such a good Family Guy parody. <laughs> yeah, there really it, is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is just a giant Meg. <laughs> I hope there is a scene in this where Jason Statham is in the ocean without any swimming apparatus and just punching a shark yeah probably so takeaways from this evening we've established that people aren't really dead no and statham is going to be in the avengers (laughs) do you know what he doesn't even he could be himself it could be jason statham as himself i'd like him as a character in spy in the avengers (laughs) yes yes oh that'd be brilliant I love that film um, so much. Just quickly, yeah. just quickly on trailers. There yeah. was the trailer for Deadpool two, and the, considering um, uh, Avengers is a twelve or a twelve A, yeah. it is really quite funny watching them try to put together uh, a trailer that is suitable for the age of the audience. <laughs> the Green yeah. Band trailer, which is half <laughs> as long, yeah. yeah. It was, um, it was quite, it was quite amusing. We watched Deadpool last night. It's such a good film. Yeah, it's, it's a genuinely great. Well, so, oh, and the, there was also the slightly long trailer for Venom, the film that nobody wants. Nah, well, his we, we didn't have that. We had a longer solo film, and I got my little feet were going. I don't know about that. I remain to be convinced by something. Yeah, same. I want it to be good. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll go see it. We'll do a podcast on it. The bit where they're fighting on the top of the train. Looks looks quite cool. It does look quite cool. It does look quite cool. It's got Lando in it. I still think Deadpool two is going to. It seems like a bit of a mistake releasing that in the same month as uh, Infinity War, doesn't it? Deadpool two, yeah. yeah. They just don't give a shit, do they? No. Quite looking forward to it still, though. It does look good. Um, and yeah, w- quick um, on Ant Man and Wasp trailer. Oh, oh yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it does look good, doesn't it? It's got Michael Pena in it, being hilarious. Yeah. Because we robbed you. Because we robbed you. <laughs> that was crazy. It, look, it looks really... It, it looks like looks, a good sort of it looks really like funny. antidote to... Ah, I don't want to die! Um, so what's happening? Oh, we were small! <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be a nice kind of change of tone. Yeah, definitely. Unless it's not. <laughs> All that stuff in the trailers in the first two minutes and then yeah. half of them die and it's just a really sort of intimate inspection of the grieving process for the rest of the film <laughs> it has, it's gonna have michelle pfeiffer in i know i love michelle pfeiffer you know she's 60 i don't care she looks amazing don't, can you not please don't make direct eye contact with me when you're talking like that <laughs> also because i can't see where your hands are 
Just winking at him now. It does look really good. <laughs> yeah, it does look good. I, I think, yeah, we, we've reduced some decent films. I think... And it's going to have, although it's <clears throat> set before Infinity War, I think it's going to do... This and Captain Marvel, I think, are going to do quite a lot of groundwork for the next Avengers. So yeah. I, th- I have a feeling that the quantum realm is going to be quite a big deal for the next Avengers film. Yes. Um, and obviously Captain Marvel is. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So there'll be some some setting up for Avengers in this as well. And we've got Brie Larson. I always get confused. There's a porn star called Brie Olsen. And... <sighs> Brie Lar- it's definitely Brie Larson, isn't it? just it? revealed too much. Yeah. Stop talking. I, I'm always really panicking. I don't know who you're talking about, by the way. <laughs> I'm always really panicking. <laughs> I'm now in trouble. Sorry. <laughs> I was really panicky that I've got the wrong one. And I'm going to say it in no, public. No, you've got the right one. So I just said Brie on a Larson podcast and said, the right one. But only, only people who know who the other one is would know what you'd done. I know, but... Shut up. There is that. There is. I do like that clip. It looks like Brie Larson in her underwear. So yeah, I've seen, have you seen that then? Yeah, that's. I don't. I don't. I hope that's really not the trailer, which just starts with her in underwear, because that's going to cause problems with the first female-fronted Marvel film. Let's let's. Oh yeah, that's true. Let's. Uh, is this just something that's floating around on YouTube? Yeah, but it is yeah. a clip from like the Disney thing that happened fairly recently. Still at the Comic Con. Yeah. No, I don't know. But you, you get like people make fake trailers for things and try and. But no, this, this is this is genuine. But it's from, you know, when Comic Con show trailers that then just don't come out for like a year. Yeah, that's what this is. And it starts with her in her underwear, and then the suit just kind of comes up. Her. Don't know. It doesn't sound. Brilliant, I does it? Yeah, no, it doesn't sound great. I'm sure. I'm sure they will um, sort that out before. Uh, I'd hope so. Anyway. Like, comics have enough of a bad reputation, so let's not. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's taken Marvel twenty films to accept that a female lead might actually work. Yeah, when they've had one all along for the last well, since the second Iron Man film, mm. who, could, who could have carried a film? Yeah. Obviously. Um, and and the fact that the, then you have to think about well, what other female characters are there in these films, and and then you've got characters like Scarlet Witch who could probably carry a film as well. But they're few and far between. But still better than Star Wars, so that there's that at least, I suppose. Yes, true. And Lord of the Rings. Although not, um, the Last Jedi was yeah. pretty good. Last Jedi was great, definitely. In terms of you know most most of the of the stuff of consequence in that film is driven by women and the stupid people are men. Yes. For the most part in that film. Yes, which is why a lot of stupid men have issues with that film. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gamora is quite a good... Uh, Gamora, this film is a lot about Gamora I was about to say, you could well. argue that she's the lead in this film as well. Yeah. Like, of all the characters that she takes the lead. But still, she's part of an ensemble film, isn't she? So. Mm. There we go. There we go. Marvel have a uh, women problem. Who knew? Mm. Uh, is that everything? Should we wrap this up? Uh, there was one disappointment yeah. about uh, Infinity War. What's that? There was no Lupita Nyong'o. True. Yeah. Also, no topless Chris Hemsworth shot. Was there not? No. No, which is a real shot. I mean, it's just a missed opportunity, isn't it? There was a, a lot of 
I did appreciate. I thought, well, actually, I did think of you, Russ, when uh, both Gamora and Drax were sort of going over Chris's body, Thor's body, that as was stroking the. I, I'm pretty sure you were you were having a crisis at that point. Absolutely, a crisis, personal crisis. <laughs> um, yeah, and also, does Bucky get better looking with every film as well? It just seems to. Well, his new arm's got a bit of swag to it, has it? A little yeah, bit of gold definitely. plating on the And for some reason, the, the length of his hair, see, he, he, he looks better with long hair than he does with short hair, I think. Yeah, he's a different kind of hot in the first film. Yes. Yeah, he's got that kind of, like, 40s kind of yeah, like swag. Matt, I'm going to be controversial here and yeah. say I don't get it. <clears throat> this is what I have to put up with. <laughs> Unbelievable. I know it's caused friction in the house. Course. No, it really has. That's, but like, I don't. So there's all these people out there shipping Cap and Bucky. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think Cap I think Cap should get with Falcon. Yeah, definitely. Cap, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're they're I mean, perfect for each let's other. Let's face it. Black Widow really is the gooseberry in that. Yeah, she's the absolute pickle in that relationship. <laughs> it's, it's definitely very awkward, isn't it? Like yeah. Sam will run through a wall for for Cap. What, so if you ship them, what would their name be? I'm, I'm far more mature than that. I want to see them just in an established, loving relationship. No, you, you use the, your, no teenage your, nonsense. You shut your mouth. You were 36 and you used the word ship. I in, didn't in use the word term. ship. Yes, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you, you, no, no, you used it first. I, yeah, I, it, dismissively about the people that do it. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. I, I'm off to update my Tumblr with some painstakingly created GIFs. Steve and Sam. Yeah, it doesn't work, does it? It's just not good. No. You could call them Calcon. Calcon, there As you go. Like Cap and Falcon, but Cap- that just sounds like Calculon. Capcom. Capcom? Yeah, there you go. Nice. I like that. And then Bucky and Cap would be... They, in the community, they're referred to as Stucky. Cucky. Stucky is what they're called. Stucky, oh, I love it. Stephen Bucky. Oh, I love it. But then it. that's using one of their nicknames, one of their real names, so that doesn't even really work. These people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> They're not doing it right. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the time we wrap up. Oh, oh, we did have did have an opinion on this. Sorry, uh, Steve Hancock said, "I am I alone in thinking it is quite heavily telegraphed that Tony Stark will end up sacrificing himself to undo the snapping." Uh, the Pepper Potts scenes, especially the chat about wanting a child, along with the death of Peter Parker, seems to be ramping up the emotion before he makes the ultimate sacrifice. Yeah, I, I, I Tony is top of my dead list. My my Deadpool for for the next film. He's he's yeah. Although we, he was top of most people's Deadpools for this one. May, I think maybe for the next one we might have a sweepstake. Yeah, we might. We'll do a Deadpool on that. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll do a, an Avengers Deadpool for the next for the next one. Yeah, which yeah. could be. I mean, it could just be all of them. Yeah, yeah, it could be. And it but yeah, from a story point of view, it makes sense. And also from a how much money they would have to give Robert Downey Jr. to do another film point of view, mm. it makes sense that this is going to be his last appearance. Yeah, I agree with that. Plus, also, it adds a whole new level of um, tragedy to, st- to Spider-Man's storyline as well. Well, yeah, and it gives hit, like it gives Spider-Man a nice motivation going into his next however many films that he's going to be in. Oh, one last thing. Spider-Man's, they, they hid the uh, the Iron Spider suit in the trailer. You didn't see it properly in the in the trailer with the legs that come out. The, the legs back. that come out, yeah. Because I, I kept wanting that to happen because that's his Civil War in the comics there was loads of stuff they showed in the trailer yeah so even things like that um, the sort of the comet thing that you see heading towards New York that mm. is that is Hulk yeah 
in the fi- in the trailer that's just like a little red streak whereas in the film it's quite clearly it's all bifrosty it's all glowing and multicolored mm. it looks like the bifrost but they they changed that in the trailer so it's just like a red people have been thing up in arms about from the change in the trailer oh get a life i agree Come on. i agree why can you be angry that they didn't give away important plot points in the trailer yeah let's <laughs> <Less> not <laughs> <laughs> right next week Something that's not Marvel. We're, yeah, we're having a break from Marvel. We might do searching questions next week, I think. We might do. We haven't done that in about a year, have we? So yeah, let's do that. Um, you're welcome to join us again, Duncan, and Emma, for that matter. This might be a one-off, I don't know. No, okay. Well, you know, you're always welcome on the pod. Thanks for joining us for our Marvel uh, masturbatory sessions that we've had for the last four <laughs> weeks now. I think we did quite well at keeping the jizz jokes down. We did, and right up until then, in fact. They're not even, they're not even jokes most Sorry. of the time. <laughs> they're not even jokes, they're just what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we'll, we'll do searching questions. I think Tom might be back next week as well, which is nice. Uh, Emma, thank you for joining us for this one. Thank you. Enjoyed it, thank you. You're always welcome, as are you, Duncan. Actually, Duncan, you're, you. you're welcome to some been, of the time. Uh, yeah. It was good. Didn't you just say all good. this? Yeah, I, I, did, yeah. I, I feel that this has actually been a very helpful therapy session. It, I've been actually under quite a lot of angst after watching Infinity War because Diem has been very comfortable with what's probably going to happen next. I've obviously been very emotionally caught up with it, and I feel this has really helped get yeah. me through what has been quite a difficult time. And yeah. Emma's totally wrong about Bucky, so you can't talk to her about it. No, Bucky's. <clears throat> We've got time. Five minutes. No, no, we don't want to do top five hot. Like, because we've, no, we literally did that last week. Oh my week. god, we did it last week. Ignore me. Right, we're going to go now. Thanks for listening. Um, we've started up another podcast as well uh, that I have very little to do with. I just supply the equipment. Um, it's entirely about films. It's a couple of people I who I work with, or I used to work with, um, doing it. It's going to be too much time on our hands. Theatrical cut. Um, and they're going to talk about all the films that we can't be bothered to talk about, basically. Nice. Uh, so they're doing a whole thing this week on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Are you saying there's other films? Like, there's other studios <laughs> yeah. that make films? Yeah, films that aren't aren't about superheroes, yeah. Mm. Um, they're doing a whole thing on Dwayne The Rock Johnson this week. Watch that. Ranking uh, all his films, but, like, into good, bad, and, and just really bad. And they've done... Their... So does that mean they've watched Rampage? They've been, There's a whole thing on Rampage in it, yes. Recorded it this morning, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and um, then they do a famous, the most famous cinematic hats section as well. Hmm. So just quickly, the most famous cinematic hats. Cinematic hats. I think there's an obvious one that sticks out. But well, Indiana Jones. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That, that that was the winner in the end. But the other one would be um, Sherlock Holmes. You see that because that was... it's it's from the cinema that we get the Deerstalker, not from the books. I love this because this was up for dis- dispute on this podcast this morning. I yeah, I don't think the Deerstalker's really mentioned. I don't think it's mentioned at all in the books. Mm. It's not. It doesn't feature in the books. It is purely from the film, or at least the TV. But, uh, so. what, what about Odd Jobs hat? Odd Jobs was mentioned as well. That's a really good Odd one. Jobs hat. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but but I think Indiana Jones was the winner. I think. I mean, it's it's a hat with a personality. It's a pretty good it? hat. Yeah, the sorting hat didn't come up, um, and someone was quite annoyed about that. 
Not me. I don't give a shit. But um, let's. let's... The sorting hat's problem is that it's it. It doesn't really act as a hat very much. It's not. It doesn't spend much time on people's heads. No, I suppose. So therefore, you don't mentally think of it as a hat. No. It's more just a. No, it's called the sorting hat. It's more just a teenage filtering system. Wizards as well. Any wizards like Gandalf's hat. Gandalf's hat's uh, pretty. Yeah. Pretty spectacular, isn't it? The Blues Brothers got mentioned as well. It's like Gandalf's hat. If you just saw the silhouette of that hat, you'd be able to recognise it. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, yeah, give that a listen. Theatrical Cut, they're going to do a weekly pod about... We'll be They're consulting with us, so we won't be only overlap, apart from like little things like this at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us again, guys. Uh, we'll be back next week talking searching questions, which we haven't done in a while. It's a fun one. Uh, goodbye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. It's about four endings there. Sorry. Sorry, it's the Peter Jackson thing. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>